Pigeon. Make Maddie proud, make Daddy proud. Don't dye your hair. It's only game. Why you have to be mad? Hello, welcome back everybody. Um, first off, we got wellness check. There was only one game this week, and they don't <laughs> play again until Friday, so like it's fine. They played well in the first two periods. Like, no. First two periods against the Bruins? Um but it's just been the first period. Um I don't remember if the second let's period see. was when everything fell apart or not. Looking at the score in the first, they were both zero. And then the second, Leafs had one goal. Bruins had two. And then the third period, Leafs had one goal. And the Bruins had three. Yeah. No, it, just um, went, it just went downhill. I think it fell apart in the second period. I vaguely remember now because I was not, mostly not watching that game because I was in a bar watching the reflection of the TV screen in the window. <laughs> That's how I watched most of that game. Um, but yeah, so they, they played one really good period against the Bruins and then just, I don't know, fell asleep. They're like, yeah, it's, it's, um, I was going to say reading week. That's not right. They don't <laughs> do reading. <laughs> um, <laughs> bye week. Is that the right word? Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what they call it. A vacation. <laughs> vacation. The, the one, the, the, the vacation they have in February around the All-Star break. They half the teams have it before, half them have it after. Listen, the Leafs players, they're just like us. They're like, last day before vacation? Like, I'm yeah, clocking I'm slacking out. Off. Yeah, exactly. Clocking out early. <laughs> um, I think it probably would have been different had Samsonov not played like six games in a row. Mm. One. Two, had Austin Matthews been playing, you know, little things yeah. like that. It's fine. I, I don't need to think about it. Like I said, the, the Leafs aren't playing them in the first round. They're definitely playing Tampa. <laughs> Insane that we know this already. I hate the <laughs> NHL playoff system. Ugh. Um. So yeah, that was it. Basically, All-Star, they lost that game. And then Mitch just was like, peace, going to Florida. And everybody else went, peace, going somewhere warm. Except Mo. <laughs> um, Tessa posted a photo of them. And they're like, in the snow. And she's like, some R&R. And I'm like, where are you? Like, why are you not somewhere warm? Whack. Could never be me. Yeah. They got two dogs now, too. Very cute. Um, yeah, but I think everyone else is somewhere warm. I honestly, I feel like I see a lot more. I guess I really don't follow. No one's anything. posted anything yet. But I'm confident that when they're back from their little vacations, it'll have been somewhere warm. I'm just so confident in that fact. Because everybody does. They always go somewhere warm. And apparently, Tessa and Mo were like, nah. Snow <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um... I guess before we hop into All-Star, let's talk about the Bo Horvat trade. Spoiler alert, Bo, Ho- Bo-, 
Oh, Bor- Horvat. I was going to say boy Hor- Horvat, actually. <laughs> he got <laughs> traded. Um, to the Islanders for Anthony Bovillier. Bovillier? Wow, get my mouth to work here. You know. Yeah, Atu Ratu. And a protected 2023 first-round draft pick that is also transferable so if they don't or like if it's protected this year it's unprotected next year which is you know scary um and vancouver retain retained 25 percent of his salary he just signed an extension literally like this morning this afternoon as well for 8.5 million dollars for eight years money Yes, I think that's an overpay, but he also doesn't have any of the signing bonuses, so it makes it easier to buy out his contract when it inevitably is a bad contract. Um, but also, the press release just said we've signed him for eight years, and then Lula Marillo is like doing press, and he's like, but he literally said, um, it's too long and too much money. <laughs> Like, okay. is he trying to get himself fired? <laughs> like, what? Like, you know, you can just choose to retire, right? Like, you don't have to get yourself fired. Logic that this man does not have. Yeah, I don't understand him. And not that I ever wanted to, but I don't understand him at all, even remotely. Um, so yeah, that, that was fun. That happened. But Horvat is now an Islander, but to make it even more fun, he was also on the all-star an all-star team. He was named to the Pacific all-star team. And so we're like, so what happens here? Where will Bo Horvat participate? Because to me, the answer was, we just have extra people in the East. You just put him in the central too. But no, he wore his Islanders jersey and participated for the Pacific Division. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. It was a vibe. Um He's there's also Hannah out there. <laughs> the best of both worlds. Yes. Um he also just to make it really sad because Patterson was also there he um said like one more time to him during one of the that's really sad games that is really sad <laughs> like sitting here crying I don't care about them <laughs> but like it's very emotional you know it really is it's like a movie ending yeah but I just did not ask for my god I know um what else happened with the ulcer I think that's it for pre-ulcer no there's one more pre-ulcer thing which was that um Maddie Beignets Beignets I I really can't force myself <laughs> to say his name Maddie properly. B yeah the theater kid that the <laughs> Seattle drafted <laughs> um he got injured so he wasn't he's not going to the ulcer game I think we talked about this Maybe we didn't. I don't know. Anyway, but instead of sending another Seattle player, and Seattle is, please note, the best team in the Pacific right now, I think maybe one of the 
top teams in the West too. Like they're like up there, maybe two. Um, they're like, now nah, we don't need anybody from Seattle to participate. We'll take Chandler Stevenson from Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't know why my brain was like Detroit. That's not right, Megan. <laughs> um, yeah. So they were like, here, have another Vegas player. And so just Seattle just wasn't represented. They had their, you know, um, social media admins and they had Bowie, the Bowie boy. Uh, I don't know how people pronounce that. I don't know how they pronounce it. I need to look it up. And now I need to look at the spelling. Because it's B-U-O-Y, like the things that bob in the ocean. So Bowie? Yeah, I would say Bowie. Okay. I feel like I say boy a little bit sometimes I really don't know what I say actually it's thrown me out off at the water and you see something bobbing you say oh that's a boy uh, I don't say I don't know it's different than like boy as in male child there's a different <laughs> there's a nuanced difference to it but basically a boy uh, yeah I don't I I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Anyway, he was there and the social media bids. Good for them. <laughs> just like very random choice. The NHL just has an obsession with Vegas, let's be honest. Which is stupid. Um Okay. What else happened at the All-Star Game? Okay, so Mitch had Mitch had these white he had two new sets of skates, these white ones and black ones, and they're like really classic looking. Like they look very 2000s to me. Um just the style of the skate. Um, but it also has like designs on it, and it's his dog Zeus on a shark. Um, I think he has a Toronto skyline and Zeus riding an alligator also. <laughs> like, what? This is why we don't let Mitch go places unsupervised. <laughs> I My favorite picture was when he was, I think it was like the practice before he left for the All-Star game. He wore them one set I think it was yeah. the white ones yeah it was and the white one. there's a picture of like some of the players just staring at them and I'm like I would pay good money to hear what they are saying about yes. these skates I love it like he deserves to be chirped for things like this <laughs> he's such a kid he is um What else? Um, where'd it go? What else did Mitch do? So he did his panel. He did the like, uh, shootout thing. So he was like Miami Vice vibes. So he's wearing like this white linen suit and these white skates, and he's got sunglasses on. Um, it was a vibe. His shot was absolutely garbage. The actual shot itself was garbage. <laughs> yeah. I and... 
keep going. I, can I was just gonna say, and the judges were no, can't remember. Um, an actor from Toronto. I don't remember what show he was in. I think it was White Lotus. It could have been something else. I don't know. Um, two like tag team wrestlers, Max Kerman of the Arkells, and um, a swimmer from South Florida. Like a, I. I haven't heard of her, but I don't follow swimming. I believe she swims for the American, like, national team. Anyway, it was just kind of, like, it was also very funny because the cheers when they announced these judges, barely any cheers for the first three and big cheers for her. Um, Because, like, I'm not going to say no one in the States knows who the Arkells are, but they're not anywhere near as big as they are here. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with this actor. Like, I've never seen him before. But they're like, he's from Toronto. Actually, you know what? I'd seen him before because he had been in the Leafs game before. And they're like, he's from Toronto. And he played minor hockey with John Tavares. <laughs> That's the claim to fame. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so, you know, you think you got a judge on your side here with Max Kerman of the Arkells, a.k.a. Kyle Dubas's best friend. And uh, Mitch got like fives across the board, basically from them. It was a bad. It was a bad shot. I will say that. Like it was a bad shot. But like Max, what are you there for? Yeah, <laughs> you got a pull. Exactly. Um, what were you gonna say? Um, I was gonna say when I first saw like the, I wasn't watching the all-star game in real time I was just kind of keeping up on Twitter and I saw a video the video of Mitch and all I could think about is that outfit is just pitbull if he had a bald cap that would complete it you're right you're right 305 right there why why wasn't Mark Giordano there (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Mr. Worldwide himself. <laughs> if I was Mitch, I would sneak him in. And then when it was my turn, I'd be like, well, surprise. <laughs> AKA Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Because I think if you put Mark Giordano in that outfit, You'd be like, that's Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. There's no telling the difference. Exactly. That's so funny. <laughs> Mitch also showed off his acting skills. He pulled a giant, like, 80s, 90s cell phone out of his pocket. Which, wild that I could not see that in his pocket. That's more wild to me than anything. <laughs> Men's pockets, insane. How could he fit this giant ass phone? <laughs> um, but he pulls it out of his pocket and is like doing some acting. He did some he did some pretty solid acting. It was pretty good. I'm proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, that was the only thing Mitch did, other than um when they were doing the the goalie challenge, which they made very the rules were so confusing, but it made sense once they did it. So the goalie challenge was one goalie from each division would be like in the net saving things and the other goalie would um they had like a block thing set up over the net so there was just kind of a slot in the middle 
of the far end net. So the other goalie had to try and score from their end. So if you missed the net, the other division's goalie was in the net. So if you miss the net, it would be like a a breakaway one on Um, And then if you hit the cardboard thing, but didn't get it in the slot, it would be a two on And if it went in the net, you get a three on Um <laughs> So Mitch could have been in that, but the last one, they missed the net. However, it did lead to Sarah Nurse do, pulling the fours, Forsberg on um, Shesterkin. It was beautiful. Immaculate. It was so good. And like, then she just goes and like covers her mouth and like, look, like, I'm pretty sure giggle. she wasn't giggling, but it looked like she was giggling. <laughs> she was like, oh, did I do that? Like, <laughs> oops. <laughs> um she was so good I love her so much oh um so yeah spoiler alert I think we mentioned it before but they had um Alex Carpenter I don't remember hearing her name other than when they announced her I don't know that she did anything to be honest with you (laughs) um Hillary Knight Emily Clark and Rebecca Johnson uh Rebecca Johnson and Emily Clark both had good shots where they beat the goalie they just one hit the crossbar and the other hit the post. Um, but they were like hard, heavy shots. And the goalies were like, yeah, they beat me. <laughs> Thank God for the post. <laughs> like, um, That's one really good thing is that the players actually, you know, seem to care and feel like able to acknowledge the skill level of these women. Um, as opposed to the fans online who were like, yeah. He let her score. No, he didn't. He just didn't expect it. Like, you wouldn't mm-hmm. expect that in a breakaway. Yes. And, like, I think, like, a lot of these kids, because I saw a TikTok of Sarah Nurse's goal, and I was going through the comments, and there's just so many kids being like, oh, he let her score. Oh, the goal you really tried there. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, why why do you have to be doing that also like it's an all-star game if you're going like full out like completely serious like you're a little whack like Mm -hmm. yeah and the only two people who scored there was I want to say it was like David Pasternak or someone and Sarah Durst that was it like come on I just ridiculous (sighs) and like Afterwards, they were doing like some media availability, and Sarah Nurse and Hillary Knight are sitting there. And one of the reporters goes, "You know, you did that on a top three goalie in the world." And Hillary Knight goes, "She's a top scorer. Like, do you not know who she is?" Oh my god. Anyway, like I said, the men seem to actually have an appreciation for the skill level of these women which is good Mm -hmm. um yeah um what else of note was there let me go back to whatever I tweeted yesterday from the podcast account because I was like summary of what happened and um that's it it was right that's basically all that happened yep okay Mitch is an actor Sarah Nurse is absolutely perfect okay um, and then, oh, David Pasternak also did a shootout goal, and he was, I can't remember what it was. Oh, he was being, like, Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he his acting was also good. Like Oscars, watch out! It's David Pashnak <laughs> versus Mitch Marner. <laughs> um, so that was good. And um, then they had the absolutely the best thing, which was the dunk tank. So basically, you'd have you were in pairs. So it was like the Kachuk brothers, um, two of the Islanders. It was Shusterkin and Adam Fox, and I don't remember. Oh, Sydney and Obi, Sydney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin. No, was it Ovechkin? No, no, it was Nate McKinnon. I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot about all the narratives. My apologies. <laughs> it was, it was Crosby and McKinnon, and um, McCarr and Rantanen. So one of them, so whoever you're facing, one of them sat in, you know, ready to be dunked. And then the other one had to hit five um, surfboards and then the NHL logo in, I think it was like 30 seconds at, to get them dunked. And um, Matthew Kachuk, I think, was the first one dunked. And then it was Sidney Crosby. And you, like, we know, we know what Sidney Crosby looks like. And we're like, yes. And then they just cut away. So we're all like scrounging Twitter, like, give me, give me the photos of what Sidney Crosby. <laughs> I need to see. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was basically the most important part to me. That was very good. Loved it. Ten and ten. I think we should do that every year. We'll figure out how to make it warm enough. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, polar plunge. Hello. Yeah, exactly. It'll just be way less refreshing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's actually really refreshing. It was really hot out today. <laughs> the, the opposite next year. You can go on a sauna afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Get your heat back up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then the other thing was, was for the breakaway challenge. I mean, they had like Matthew and Brady do Matthew and Brady in quotation marks do it together, but it was mostly just Matthew bringing out a bunch of people and Brady sitting in a lawn chair just pretending to en- enjoy the sun basically <laughs> on this shot oh the shot was on Roberto Luongo also because mm-hmm. you know yeah um Panthers anyway but so like Matthew and Brady's was like kind of boring frankly and but they're like here Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin they're gonna do one and then they're like no no, no actually it's gonna be Sergey Ovechkin's gonna be out there with them so it's basically just Crosby and Ovechkin co-parenting <laughs> Ovechkin's child like that's what it was <laughs> I the only thing that mattered the only videos that mattered to me were Sergey Ovechkin just skating around yeah like taking pictures of people like oh my god I know I love it cool um they also said that the first all-star game that Sidney Crosby went to was one where Keith Kachuk was there and Matthew and Brady have like were like playing mini sticks in the dressing room and have a photo with him (laughs) just (laughs) what like Sidney Crosby probably feels so old Oh my god, yes. And he probably probably like, please stop sending me these these things. Oh yeah. Same with I same with, stay. Oh. Yeah. Obi's the same way. This is the first one Obi was at since like 2018. <laughs> yeah. He's he will either take the suspension 
or he's injured. He's like, ah, my pinky hurts. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can't come. So sorry. Exactly. Um, the other thing that I think probably killed Sidney Crosby is that Mitch Marner latched onto him. We sent Mitch Marner to the All-Star <laughs> game unsupervised, and he was like, I need supervision. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, like on TV, like basically I there's no other word for it but like flirting I think that's just how Mitch is but like flirting with Sidney Crosby and then they have this video of them and like the car going to it and Mitch is just like he like spilled coffee on himself and like slurped it off his phone <laughs> fucking stupid like a wrecking donkey out there yeah it's just absolutely wild I love him this is why we can't send him anywhere unsupervised because... At least he is, um, he's good at uh, self-preservation. He knows that he can't be alone. So he's like, okay, I have to latch on to someone. That's but those someones don't always want him to latch on. Yes, that is very true. That's very you true. You just <laughs> pick the dad, the most dad person. Mm-hmm. He's like, give me a dilf. <laughs> I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> like Mitch, we we know you have daddy issues. <laughs> we know how many dads have you, dads have you adopted? You played in the league. What? Seven, this is your seventh season, sixth season. How many dads have you adopted? At least one a season. Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> like that's just at men. <laughs> Sometimes there's just been multiple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like. I don't know if you remember, but there was a video his first year where, you know, like, because it wasn't just him as rookies, like it was Zach Hyman and William Nylander and Austin Mm -hmm. Matthews and they're all coming, came in together and they're, they're like, so which guy did you take under your wing to like Codre? And he's like, Mitchie. And JVR says the same thing. And so does Mo. They're all like, Mitchie. (laughs) I'm like. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Um, the, I think the last thing with Mitch was that, you know, the, how they always have the benches out when they're doing stuff or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, so they had like Brady doing an interview and he's sitting between Carl's, I think it was Eric Carl- Carlson and, um, Mitch and Mitch and Carlson are just like talking and Brady's just between them, like trying to do this. And like, we can only hear Mitch, like we can barely hear <laughs> anything else. You can depend on one thing, and that it is Mitch Marner is the loudest person in the room at yeah. all times. And like Brady gets up, and Mitch is like, "Oh, sorry, man, are you are you doing an interview? Are you live right now?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, sorry." And um, my dad was like, "He looks like Brady looks like he's like about to deck Mitch for this." And Mitch like, Marner has the biggest main character syndrome. <laughs> Exactly. But I was like, imagine being Austin Matthews. You're sitting between him and Bunting? Him and Michael Bunting? Like, I don't know how Austin Matthews makes it through the games. (laughs) I don't know. He's just like begging for someone else to be on his line. (laughs) Not because he wants new line mates, because he can't stand sitting beside the other two. (laughs) I, yeah, I just, no. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like, please like... give me Willie who talks like only a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. 
Do you remember when Willie used to be like bite his teammates' shoulder pads? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure Austin would take that any day over Mitch oh God, and no. Mikey. Like <laughs> no. <laughs> I the two most annoying people. Uh-huh. I you know, I I'm it's not saying much because I would join right in. Oh yeah. Once again, as I reiterate. Don't put me and Michael Bunting in the same room <laughs> But you know what? That's our goal because the All-Star is going to be in Toronto next year. So That is true. I swear to God, if Mikey B is not in the All-Star game, that's who I want to see. I want Mikey B. Exactly. He's fun. He's annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Like, I don't know. What more do you need? Egg. Exactly. Like, those are the vibes the All-Star game needs. You have the Kachucks, you need Michael Bunting. Like, exactly. you just get the most annoying people. <laughs> think yeah. That. That's so mean. So like, it's true. Someone suggested, like, a chirping contest. Like, pull out Mikey Bunce and Brad Marchand and, like, the Kachucks. Mm-hmm. And you do, like, a, obviously, PG <laughs> chirping <laughs> contest. <laughs> Or something, or even just have them there mic'd up. Yes. Like hilarious. Because the NHL All-Star game, other than the dunk tank, was very boring. Mm. Very boring. Yeah. I mean, I always enjoy watching the three-on-three part. Like I enjoy it. It's fun, even though most of them aren't trying very much. It's fun, it's fast paced. Oh, the Atlantic one. Um, I think Matthew got player of the game. Or the tournament or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, but he played really well. Um, Dylan Larkin was like, my highlight of this weekend is playing with Mitch. And you know what? His contract is up. And you know what? I would like him. <laughs> <laughs> and him, him and Mitch have really good chemistry, actually. <laughs> like, really good on. chemistry. <laughs> like, okay, how do we get Detroit to retain half his salary and then we trade him somewhere else very briefly to retain another quarter of his salary and then we can afford him Mm -hmm. just for this season (laughs) no more (laughs) take a discount to not play in your home to play with mitch yeah play with mitch your home you had your hometown you're the captain it's not worth it you've seen that Mm -hmm. come play here with mitch and you know austin we're good it's be fun times exactly it'd be great You come here for the vibes, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, I was trying to brainstorm what they could do for, like, Tor- Toronto All-Star. Like, Toronto, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, tailored All-Star things. And I was like, um, shoot pucks at raccoons. That's all I came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure someone else has something much more creative. But that's all I got right now. <laughs> shoot pucks at raccoons <laughs> I guess it's sure that's all I got <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I don't think there was anything really else of note at the all-star game other than Fall of Boy was really good except they played three of their very straightest songs I'm like, they have so many bangers and so many queer bangers. I'm like, 
give me them. I know we're in Florida. I know it's the NHL, <laughs> but <laughs> nobody seems to understand, or very few people understand that Sugar's Going Down is also a queer song. So, Sugar, <laughs> did I say it's? I'm going down. <laughs> My brain is going. Um, and then to make it worse, they're like, "Here, have Fall Boy," and then after the commercial break, they come back. They're talking to Gary Bevan homophobic <laughs> absolutely homophobic um, um yes we have the all-star game next year um gary batman said 15 people or groups have filled out an application to own the ottawa senators I'm not so saying that I was one of them. But... <laughs> well, how much could they cost? <laughs> how much? I have, I have two nickels. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of the like scene from Arrested Development that's like, how much could a banana cost? $10? <laughs> that, that's us with the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Um, what else? Mm. Oh, the other thing was, when Austin was supposed to be at the All-Star Game, he and Mitch were supposed to participate in the dunk tank, which is, see what they took from us. That's how Mm. I feel. Yep. Look at what they took from us. Look what they stole from us. (laughs) Okay, it'll be an All-Star Game next year of only Leafs players and people that I find enjoyable because they are putting me in charge. Yeah, exactly. The like, well, the other thing is they always try and have at least two players from the home team. Mm-hmm. Um, when they're and when they're one of the better teams, it like I think when it was in Tampa, I think it was four. I think there were four Tampa Bay players. Um. So they should give me any of the leaps I want. But also when I'm like, give me the leaps, I'm like, I want TJ Brody there. Why not? That'd be so yeah. random. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Brody. <laughs> what would TJ Brody do? Oh. Um, well, okay, remember that video? There was a video of him as like, I don't know, a 10 year old, 12 year old maybe, uh, doing shootout the accuracy basically the accuracy shooting between periods at a Leafs game so um that there you go (laughs) look at that TJ Brody you're in yeah (laughs) you made the roster yeah I think we're we're like TJ Brody um who else would be fun and kind of random Justin Hall would be very fun but like Again, as, as like an interview person. He's just got to be down the ice. Yeah. Morale up. Yeah. Like you give him the TikTok account or whatever. And you're like, yeah. Justin, go ham. <laughs> um, who else? Obviously, Willie. Yeah. And okay, not Leaf, but if Willie's there, Alex has to be there. I think they're a package deal. I don't think that they come separately, except legally for hockey reasons <laughs> yes 
I just, if you can give me the Kachuk brothers, you can give me the Nylanders. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, exactly. You've been so, pushing the Kachuk. I love the Kachuks. You've yeah. been pushing the Kachuk narrative way too far. I need the Nylanders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Nylanders. Um, I'd like Jace Tavares. John doesn't need to be there, but Jace can. <laughs> um, yeah, I think all the kids. Honestly, I was about to say, just give all the kids. All the kids. I Um, I saw someone, it was either a tweet. It was either a tweet or a TikTok, but someone was like, why do we have boring all-star things? Like, I want a kid's tournament. I want a tournament with all of their children. Literally, especially because most of them are like, I'm not going to say most of them, but like a lot of the ones who want to be there with their families are like five and under Mm -hmm. out there their dads help them out every once in a while yeah keep them upright sometimes you know I think that's what they should do it would be hilarious it would I'd love it yeah yeah more kids they make Mm -hmm. it so much more fun like anytime I'm at a game and they got little kids on between the periods I'm watching Every time. Um, also, with the kids, there's this preschool teacher, I think, I follow on TikTok. And he, like, interviews kids. So when the kids are just hanging out on the ice, someone needs to be interviewing them. Exactly. Ask, ask them the most random questions. Like the they'll kids, offer you the right. You don't even need from. to ask them anything. You put a mic in their face and they'll tell you something random. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you know? <laughs> Did you know that I can skate as fast as a cheetah? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing when I'm coaching is like, have you seen Zootopia 2 yet? We're, we're playing a game here. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time. <laughs> the answer was no, I haven't. In case <laughs> you're neither. wondering, I haven't seen Zootopia 1 either. Actually, I don't, need, I don't even remember if that's what it was, but it was something like that. It was like, have you seen this? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like kids are so cute and they just say the silliest things. Yeah. <laughs> so you just mic up the kids mm-hmm. and have them go at it. Who? I think it was a. Uh, mm, no, it wasn't an NHL. I think it was a. I think it was a guy that had like a YouTube channel or something. But when his son was young and like learning how to play hockey, like he would always mic him up for his games. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like yeah, I've talk out there and those little... what he wants for dinner. Oh, yeah, I think I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> like, come on. And that stuff goes viral. Like it would help the NHL and their marketing. They're just I don't understand why the NHL is so stupid about all that stuff. Like we are out here, like we as in hockey Twitter are out here giving you free ideas constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. Just hire people to look through hockey Twitter and be like damn that's a good idea and then present it or like ask questions be like okay if you were to see the NHL do xyz how would you want it presented yeah like if you if you were to put a new element into the all-star games what would you want to see Mm -hmm. and then like then you can have a meeting with all of your little people your little twitter scrolling people 
and they can like elaborate on these ideas and they can present oh I saw a whole bunch of tweets about wanting for example kids at the all-star game and this is how I think we could market it this is how I think it could go like da -da 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 -da. like so yeah it's not that hard yeah the NHL you're, is really so dumb you're running like, a business people get it together it doesn't listen to its audience and it doesn't change with the times and we've talked about this time and again like it's so frustrating and like no wonder no one really gives a shit about the all-star game like that it's you rig not... our fan voting yeah it is like... just simply not marketable and what do people love these days things that are marketed to them yes exactly it's very easy mm -hmm. very easy there's some um, young people in your office with voices yeah that's see that's the other thing about gary bettman having been commissioner for 30 years you do not really have any new ideas mm -hmm. you do not have diverse ideas in that office it is all old white men pretty much mm -hmm. yeah like geez come on update it you've made so many all-star suggestions just on the podcast just randomly <laughs> like we're like here have this all-star game suggestion <laughs> mid -se like mid-season no way to your all-star time and we're like here have this all-star game suggestion they're like i'm okay. about to go back to school for freaking marketing just so i can be like listen nhl hire me and i will give you ideas uh, but they wouldn't I, listen to you anyway that's the problem is i'm sure they have marketing people and i'm sure they just ignore them for sure <laughs> once again stop with your 80 year old white men put some 20 year olds maybe not 20 but like put some would, young people yeah, there like, and listen to them people in their 20s who mm -hmm are NHL fans and are tapped into NHL fans and like diverse NHL fans right like jeez yeah. I, I feel like they also need to better understand the uh baby girlification of the NHL player uh a little more because I think they could really capitalize on that but <laughs> I will not be explaining the uh, the baby girlification of NHL players <laughs> to Gary Bettman <laughs> and um, I really hope I I'm, really hope no one has that job actually <laughs> I uh, just I don't think I know what you're talking about so okay like, no just just people being like oh that's my baby girl <laughs> like <laughs> like the, yeah that, that's all I mean yeah. yo the people I saw I went oh my god y'all I went on a trip this weekend I was scrolling through my TikTok all innocently all innocently I scroll I'm scrolling I come upon this girl and she's like I'm not even a hockey fan but oh wait no maybe she was a hockey fan or she's like a new I think she commented that she's like a new hockey fan like she just got into the NHL at least like watching the NHL in the past year mm -hmm. um and she was like this is I accidentally caught me um catching a crush on this man and it ended it ended up being Kevin Fiala. And so then I was just like, girl, Kevin Fiala is like 30. And then I out loud I'm talking to myself. 
and I go into Google and like Kevin Fiala is 30 he's 30 and then so I look him up he's like 26 and also he's Swiss mm-hmm. one. I think I knew he was Swiss but also every time you say Kevin Fiala my brain unfortunately goes Kevin Bieksa and I because <laughs> they were like he's replacing um Kirill Kaprizov in Fastest Skater and I was like why why would they have him replace when there's woman there and I was like oh wait this is an actual <laughs> NHL player never mind I really when I was like going on Google I was prepared prepared to see 29 or 30 years old and Canadian <laughs> so that man is from Saskatchewan you can't tell me otherwise <laughs> I mean, he can and he will. <laughs> but yeah, the the point is the NHL does not understand the concept of the baby girlification of hockey players and they never will. And I also really hope no one has to explain that to like Gary Bevan. <laughs> It'd be very funny. I honestly, another freaking idea. Because like when the NHL or like teams there's some teams that are really good at tiktok and then there's some teams where they just do like the questions like inner like the interviews as they're like walking by yeah um and i feel like the nhl page kind of is mm. um but i saw this girl with she i don't know what she does for red bull racing like formula one mm-hmm she posted this video on tiktok and it's just i think it's just like this lip-syncing tiktok and she had two-time world champion max verstappen over here like you would not think max verstappen's going to agree to like make a tiktok doing like these motions and lip-syncing to something but he, oh, he's over here doing it. Like, do that with the players. I don't understand. Yeah, especially, you know, you have the buy-in from the younger ones, too. Like, even, like, I would say probably 26, 27 and under. Absolutely mm-hmm. in for it. Or just, like, someone who's fun, even though they don't necessarily know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, like, someone who's just in it to have fun. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. They're so bad at marketing. And there's and also, so much marketability within the league that they just ignore. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we'll just market to the people we already have. I'm like, my dude. That's not that... doing anything. No, that's not how it works. Oh my how God. many years has it been that people have been shouting from their rooftops, bring back the player draft to the All-Star game? Yeah. You know what they have not done? That. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went to look for one of my tweets and I like clicked on my page and it's like 25.3k tweets. I need to shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Like me as I'm about to quote tweets Marley's. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um I don't know where it went it's fine I'm just not gonna find it um yeah so all-star game is boring also stupid wonder why 
So Nick Suzuki won the stupid golfing event thing. It was dumb and it was really windy and it was boring as golf is. Um, but he won a free year of Chipotle and there isn't a Chipotle in Montreal. <laughs> well, uh, it's so stupid. Like, you should have thought this through. Like, Nick Suzuki can only A, get Chipotle in the offseason, or B, get it when he's in a different town. Like, <laughs> so stupid. I don't know who this uh, Dan O'Toole person is. Uh, they former actually, TSN broadcaster. They just got a Current? retweeted onto my timeline. And it's a whole bunch of how to make the next year's All-Star Weekend in Toronto the spectacle it should be in the event of your season. And one of the things he said is winner of each skilled event wins a massive prize. Boats, cars, trucks. Yeah. Like, like come on. they used to have the player of the game would win um like a car which is fine, but it should be something big. Like, you got lots of car sponsors. You tell me you couldn't find a boat sponsor? Yeah. Come on. He there literally says sponsors would fall over themselves wanting their product on display. Exactly. Win. It's a win-win. I seriously think the NHL just, like, actively ignores um, marketing knowledge. Like, <gasps> oh my god. Basics of marketing. I'm still reading this thread and the ideas, the ideas here between us and this guy, there he goes now to the game. It's done, it's gone. Instead, teams are picked Friday night by a drawing by drawing names out of a hat. Ten teams, no conferences, no divisions. It's a free-for-all. Have we not said that? And now Mm -hmm. we're come on. This is multiple times, NHL. And the other thing is you don't have to, like, they send however many it is and have them each um, perform, I was going to say, participate (laughs) in, like, a specific skill, like the hardest shot or whatever. But first of all, we don't necessarily, we clearly mostly don't have people participating in the hardest shot who have the hardest shot. Like, this is the first time Ovechkin's done it in several years. Um, And, like, there's people, like, I can't think of any off the top of my head now. I've lost them all, but like a bunch of defensemen who are like stay-at-home defensemen have really fucking hard shots, right? Um, like stuff like that, or even fastest skater. Like Connor McDavid was like, I don't want to participate in fastest skater. I can do more than that. But also, he is one of the fastest skaters in the league. Pit him up against Ilya Mikheyev and Kasperi Kapanen. Mm-hmm. You know, like the drama. Actually, like. You, and they don't necessarily have to participate in the game, but why not have bigger teams, or not bigger teams, but, like, kind of the same number of teams, but players on like each team, but more teams. Like, have more players there is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it would almost be, like, to me, it's reminded me very much of um, gymnastics where you have the all-around and, like, you do all the events, like, the game would be like this certain group of people and then you have the individual events like the freaking skills but not everyone competes everything so like you don't need to have all of the players that are at the skills competition playing in the game exactly 
exactly like if Ovi's like fuck the all-star game but I will participate in hardest shot that should be acceptable mm-hmm. you know shouldn't be that hard no Ugh, they're so annoying <laughs> truly are mm-hmm. um do we have anything else to say on the all-star game no no I agree um what else happened oh my dreams were crushed this week Dylan Strom signed a five-year five million dollar extension with Washington I was very convinced that he was going to play his one good year in Washington and come sign here (laughs) very convinced (laughs) I had convinced myself to be fair I had also convinced myself last offseason that he was going to sign in Toronto (laughs) but it's fine don't ask me follow-up questions <laughs> um anyway good for him i guess get that bag he's really been popping off not gonna mm-hmm. lie like every time i look because i always put him on my fantasy teams because i like him not because he's necessarily good at hockey same reason i put travis dermott on the team same reason i have my entire fantasy team yeah you're like marley's <laughs> give me all the marley's <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They might not play three quarters or more of the games, but I'll take them. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Dylan Strom has been very good this year, so I'm happy for him with that. Um, Mark Stone underwent back surgery and will be out of the lineup for Vegas indefinitely, which is unfortunate, but also he's in Vegas and I do not think about the West Coast very often. Um... (laughs) uh what else um I don't don't think anybody really cared or knew but the NHL PA is had been searching for a new director um they were like looking into a bunch of people and were apparently pretty close and then they were like wait this guy and this guy is um current U.S. Secretary of Labor and former mayor of Boston, I believe, Marty Wal- Walsh, um, is the guy. It just seems like a random choice. Yeah. To me. <laughs> like, very odd. <laughs> um, okay, before we talk about some shitty things, we'll talk about women's hockey very briefly. Um, the PHF All-Star Game was last weekend. Team Canada won. I actually got to watch a little bit at the end, which was nice. Um, it was good hockey. Exciting to beat Team World. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, CAA, the hockey management firm, is now representing women's hockey players so they signed their initial eight clients which include Blair Turnbull of the Canadian national team um Haley Skamura and Aaron Frankel and as well as Annalise Bergman of the U.S. national team Claire Thompson of the Canadian national team Hannah Bilka um is a college player same with Reagan Rust and Brooke Disher so exciting good to see that these women are getting representation which means that they are more likely to get 
the money they deserve from their leagues. Amazing. Yes. Um, Cassie Sauve, the goalie for the Buffalo Buttes, um, unfortunately has a season-ending injury, so she's um, getting surgery to repair it and um, will not be finishing the season for the Buttes, which is unfortunate for them. Um, and then the last thing is, uh, this happened last time, but I forgot because it was the day of, but, uh, Hazel McCallion, who was the former mayor of Mississauga, passed away. I have talked about her a little bit before, but she is genuinely such a pioneer in women's hockey and in making women's hockey, like, a big thing in the greater Toronto area and specifically Mississauga. She should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame as a builder. She has done so much for the game. Like, this woman was still kicking around and playing hockey at, like, 80, I think. Like, insane. Mm. <laughs> um, It's time to put her in the Hall of Fame. I believe I actually had this rant approximately three years ago. Um, Yeah, like, I... <laughs> we have talked about how much the Hockey mm. Hall of Fame makes me so mad. Um, But it's it's time she has done way bigger things for hockey than a lot of the men they're inducting um so yeah so unfortunately she has passed away but it is seriously time to induct her into the hall of fame um okay if you do not want to hear about abuse and also homophobia and transphobia this is the end of the episode okay uh trigger warning we'll start with homophobia and transphobia so when gary batman was asked about provorov and um the rangers not having pride jerseys which is as we've talked about the bare fucking minimum um they he said several things um but the like he says not supporting a particular charity doesn't necessarily make one a bigot which um is charity not true because for several reasons one not a charity you're literally putting on a jersey for a 20-minute warm-up. Um, two, if you are not participating, it makes it more okay for others to disparage the group that you're uh, um, not participating with. And we have seen like a lot and a lot of um, homophobia and transphobia on Twitter since this has happened a lot more than normal on hockey twitter since this has happened which is horrible (sighs) um that's one part of it and then he says we're trying to be open welcoming and inclusive and then adds you have to be tolerant to a point of various views so i'm hearing we have to be tolerant to the bigots Mm -hmm. i don't know what other way you they say that can just do 
whatever they want like mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand like where's where's the equality here I also like I'm I'm still not over that he just reduced this whole thing to as if he was donating to a yeah. chair if that's all that that meant like if it was just like a I'm donating to the humane society yeah like what like that's not what it is it's you have a platform and you're showing on your platform that you don't support this marginalized group and people will take that as oh I can continue to disparage this marginalized group mm-hmm. um I just like it makes me so frustrating Gary Bettman kills me I like I literally have no other words for it like it's just so frustrating this man has I feel like at this point he has harmed the game of hockey in several ways obviously you have like you have the easy I don't want to say easy but like easy to point out stuff like denying CT's link to concussions Mm -hmm. and um stuff like that and like lockouts and what that has done to push back the game and how we've talked about how they do not market to new fans and diverse fan groups um and then they just like always seem to go and make it worse yep and it's very frustrating as a marginalized fan how like you literally still see so much misogynistic shit from NHL fans and you're like what the hell like women have been playing hockey for years mm-hmm. literally like hundreds of years yep. um and we have professional women's hockey leagues we have highly successful national teams and national team players canada has the largest number of women and girls hockey players of any country um and the U.S. is growing too like it's so stupid that you're gonna be like this misogynistic about it like especially when people say something you don't like you the, the first thing you're like oh she's just a dumb girl like I see that like I don't have that happen because I mean I don't post takes a lot and they also don't mm-hmm. go very far but like I see that with some of the a little bit bigger creators that I follow like something pops off and they'll get so much hate and they're Mm -hmm. so right for what they say and if someone else like if a guy said it it would be taken as a valid criticism as opposed to you're just a stupid girl who doesn't know anything about hockey Mm -hmm. or you're just into hockey because the players are hot which laughable laughable (laughs) I can Um, definitely uh, see their faces you know when they're wearing a helmet that this whatever thingy thing I can't think of the word right now oh my god the visor visor, it's (laughs) reflecting the stadium lights stadium arena lights and they're skating at 20 miles an hour yeah definitely why I'm into this sport Mm -hmm. that's it for sure and like that was definitely going through my head when I at three years old was like I want to play hockey that's definitely I was like I saw Matt Sundin's bald head (laughs) and was like yeah this is it I just and also not everyone is um into men that's also very true what what is where is this take taking you like yeah 
why is that your instant reply? I like that that's their instant reply. And you're like, have you seen a hockey player? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, have you seen a hockey player? And they like point you out to hot hockey player. That's my favorite response. <laughs> when they're like, yes, this man is hot. I'm like, oh, so you think he's hot. Okay, noted. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's just, the NHL is so frustrating for people like us too interact with outside of our little circles we've created um yeah Mm -hmm. yeah god forbid someone that you're like not mutuals with finds your twitter yeah i know like geez or you like quote tweet a big tweet and someone's going through the quote tweets and responding to you and you're like my dude why like, like, like I had, um, there was something that was like most hated NHL players. And like, I, it was probably just a stupid graphic that someone made up, um, or on each team. And I was like, John Tavares, like, what are you talking about? And one of my mutuals responded, it's probably just Isles fans they pulled, which like, that's funny mm-hmm. and probably true. Yeah. And, um, I think the person deleted their thing, but I saw it pop up and it was like, uh, it was a guy who was like, well, yeah, he abandoned his team. And I'm like, my dude, Please. first of all, it's sports. Second of all, it's a, a workplace. It's a job. <laughs> you have the opportunity to change it if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway, but like, you don't need to bite your nose in and say that. No, you can. Either. There is the thing about like those ty- that type of people is that they don't know that you can just like scroll and you can have your inner monologue being like that's like I don't think that tweets right da 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 yeah because I'm a man like you can just scroll past like while having that inner monologue to yourself like you can talk to yourself you don't need to reply to that person yeah you don't need to reply to every tweet you disagree with like I just, my friends and I were talking the other day how weird it would be to comment on somebody's Instagram picture that you don't really know. Like, how odd is that? Like, someone that, like, you maybe knew from, like, around high school, but, like, you're not really, like, you don't talk to them. And how weird it would be to go comment on their post because, like, you don't know that person. Mm -hmm. The same damn thing. Like, don't comment on my shit tweets. Yeah. With your whatever opinion. Like, I wasn't tweeting this for you. This is my diary, okay? These are Literally. my thoughts. <laughs> Literally. Like, this is too private of thought. Okay, pop it in the circle. <laughs> but, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think people understand that you don't need to comment on everything. And when you're commenting, you don't need to be misogynistic or racist or homophobic in order to make your point and mm-hmm. if you're resorting to that immediately you don't have a good point exactly <sighs> anyway NHL is stupid <clears throat> I uh hate what's his name Gary Bettman <laughs> <laughs> it just left my head for a second there <laughs> um the other thing was Okay, the other thing was that 
the Leafs have had a really shitty run uh, with refs, but specifically with Wes McCauley of late. And um, this is from scouting the refs who didn't really put in to context the full thing with Wes McCauley, um, which is that Wes McCauley is his brother-in-law, so his sister, is married to Sheldon Keefe's abuser. Um, so that like makes me question a little bit the way Wes McCauley has refereed the Leafs this year. Uh huh. And it like I saw that go by, and I was like, one, I didn't know that. Two that kind of makes sense with the way like with how shitty Wes McCauley has been with the Leafs this year mm-hmm. um and like the NHL we've talked about this before the NHL needs a review process and needs to like actually I don't know make a public thing that says yes this referee was not good this game he knows that we've had this discussion mm-hmm. um like just make it clear that you've had a discussion with the referees about them being bad at their jobs. Yeah. It's like, you need feedback. I've refereed soccer for 12 years now. Um, 13 years now, actually. And I still welcome feedback. If someone tells me I didn't do a great job that game or, oh, you were better last game, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Tell me what I did, what you didn't like that I did. And I will see if I think you have a valid point. And I will take that into consideration the next game I referee. Like, <laughs> feedback is important. So we've talked about, like, that, obviously, basic ref things. But also the league needs to look into things like this. Because the other thing is, they've been recruiting a lot of former players to be referees. These former players have a history with these players mm-hmm. who are currently playing. Or they have a history with the coaches. Or the management. And um, it's clearly causing problems. Mm-hmm. Like they're like coming how- in holding some sort of grudge. Like this, again, we've said this multiple times. This is a job that you have to come in and be unbiased. Your, exactly. Like your job is not to control the game. It is to regulate the yes. game. Yes, you are to, there to enforce the rules. And the rules are set out to you. And they're not different for each team. They're the same for each team. And they need mm-hmm. to be applied consistently. Like, I refereed my friends several times. I refereed my brother several times. I never gave him anything or, like, I was never harder on him, which, you know, you'd expect for a sibling, or or easy on him or his teammates or the kids I knew. I apply the rules to the best of my abilities mm-hmm. in that day. Sometimes you have a bad day. That's okay. Yep. Like, sometimes you're not going to see everything. Not it's, yeah. it's a possibility to like miss something sometimes mm-hmm. but like keep it as consistent as you can mm-hmm. really not that hard yeah um but the NHL does need to review the histories between these people and like in my opinion if Wes McCauley is going to keep behaving like this he should not be refereeing the Leafs no not at, at all. all like clearly there is um like a pre- I don't even know, like a premeditated something going into this. Mm -hmm. He doesn't call any other teams like how he calls the Leafs. So 
clearly there's something going on there yeah and I'm sure that there are similar things with other like obviously we're Leafs fans so we see that kind of stuff more with the Leafs but even like I'm sure there are other things with referees and players on other teams Mm -hmm. um that need to be addressed and need to be taken to, into consideration. Either they don't referee in the NHL if they can't keep their biases to themselves, or they um, are not put on those games. Mm-hmm. There are two very easy options there. So they just need, the NHL needs to like look into it and go, yeah, this guy's been really biased against the Leafs. We should not have him on. Or this guy's been really biased towards the Leafs. Mm -hmm. Not that that happens for the Leafs usually, but like for any team, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. It needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. That is it for this one you can follow us on twitter at for puck's sake pod instagram at for puck's sake podcast tiktok at for puck's sake pod and tumblr at for puck's sake podcast bye bye